Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for October 3rd, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled Grace and Truth. I'm talking about Jesus, who was full of grace and truth. And then within that series, we study Galatians chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5. We got to a verse that said, faith works by love, and I got stuck right there. So this is faith only works by love, part 6. So let me tell you what I'm talking about from a scripture perspective. I'm going to read for you John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17, and then Galatians 5 and 6. Here we go. In John 1 and 14, the apostle John said, the word became flesh. He's talking about Jesus, the word, the word of God. He says, in the beginning, this is John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the word, right? And the word was God. Man, he's talking about Jesus and how everything that was made was made by him and without him was nothing made that was made. In him was the light. I'm talking about, he. John opens up his book straight up talking about Jesus. And in verse 14, he says that the word Jesus was made flesh. And he dwelt among us and we got to behold his glory. It was the glory of the only begotten of the father. And he was full of grace and truth. That's what he said in John 1 and 14. In verse 17, John said the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. If John was like, man, that everything is brand new. That This is a new covenant. The writer of Hebrews says that it's a better covenant based upon better promises. John was like, listen, old covenant the law was given through Moses. And, and so here you have this law that was written on tablets of stone, but now grace and truth came in the form of Jesus Christ. And the law is now written upon the tablets of our heart. And now we have the Holy Spirit down on the inside of us and we get to walk with God like Adam did in the Garden of Eden. We walk with God and God walks with us. And we're not living by some external rules. We're living being led of the Holy Spirit on the inside and we're being transformed from the inside out. And so in Galatians 5 and 6, the apostle uh, Paul was like, man, don't let anybody get you confused that once you're born again, you have to go to this these external processes to make you right with God, like circumcision, like grown men were having being circumcised without any anesthesia. <laughs> oh my God. And he, he was like, no, in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything. The only thing that matters now is faith and faith works by love. You and I, we are the just. We are called and commanded to walk and live by faith. And then the apostle Paul said that if you really want to live by faith, you got to know that faith works by love. Your faith is, is going to be strong when you know that God loves you with an everlasting love, which is what I'm teaching on. So what does this mean to you today? Faith works by love, part six. I have three things to share with you this morning. As I get into these, I want you to open up your heart to receive God's love. Three things. Number one, here we go. God's plans for you are so big that you are going to feel unworthy of them. And you got to be okay with that, right? I mean, like you got to get past that because I dealt with this yesterday, that God is so big, right? God is is infinitely limitless. And then we are finite and we are limited. And so when you think about God, who's, who God, who, who looked at darkness and, and said, let there be light. And there was light and he saw the light and it was good. He spoke to chaos and created order. I'm talking about that God that, that will speak to your to be stage from your right now stage. That same God who calls those things that which be not as though they were until they become what he said. I'm talking about that God. He lives on the inside of you. And so when he comes up with something for you, it's going to be too big for you. And if you come up with something for God, it's going to be too small for God. Let me say that again. Listen, your life has to be 
about God's plans, not your plans. Your life has to be about what God came up with in his heart from the foundations of the world for you and not just what you came up with in your heart. Because if you come up with it, you say, oh God, this is big. Can, you know, I'm going to bring it to you. Can you bless me? If you come up with it, it's too small for God. If God comes up with it, it's going to be too big for you, and which is why I'm dealing with this whole unworthy aspect. See, God's plans exceed your power, your ability, your strength. God doesn't call you to do things that you can do. All right, let me, let me, let me explain this. So there's a difference between God calling you to do something and God just giving you instructions. If God just tells you to do something, like say, let's say today, right? Today. If God tells you to do something that you can do today, that's not vision. Those are instructions. If God tells you to do something you can do today, then do it. Then that requires obedience. But what I'm talking about is what God calls you to do. God is going to call you to do something that exceeds your power, your ability, your strength. God is going to call you to fund a project that you don't have money for. God will call you to lead a project that you have no experience in, in that area. God will call you to release his power to heal the sick when doctors have given up all hope. I'm talking about stuff like that. And when God calls you to do something, he is casting vision, not giving instructions. If he gives you instructions, all you have to do is obey it because it's something you could do today. But when God has vision, you can't do it. It's something you can't do. So what you have to do is believe. And you're a believer, right? You're a believer, not a doubter. You walk by faith and not by fear. So your job is to believe God. God will call you to do something that you can't do that exceeds, exceeds your resources. And at that point, he's not looking for obedience yet. He's looking for Belief. He's looking for you to believe to get to the point where then, yeah, now as you start to walk this thing out, you'll have to obey. But but you really got to get past the belief stage before you can get to the faith stage, all right? And the last thing in this point is since that God calls you to, to do things that far exceed your power, your ability, your strength. God calls you to do things that far exceed your performance and your perceived merit. Let me, let me address this perceived merit issue because I'm talking about feeling worthy and unworthy. So, I told you yesterday that God does God blesses you because he's good. God doesn't bless you based on your performance. Now, if you were raised in a religious household or, or with a religious mindset like I was, then then you were conditioned to think that I can only expect, I can only raise my expectation of God's blessing to the level of my perceived performance. So if I feel like I did good, then to the level that I think I performed good, I would say, okay, I believe God is going to be good to me based on my performance. And so, no, I'm saying when God comes and gives you a vision, he's not giving you vision based on your performance. It's going to be something that just way far exceeds your perceived performance. And so at that point, you're going to be like, well, I don't measure up. I, it is unmerited. I don't, you will not see yourself as worthy of that. And so, a religious mindset will say, well, no, why would God want to do that through me? I, I, I didn't earn it. I don't deserve it. I'm unworthy. <laughs> and I'm saying you got to get past this religious performance-based religion stuff. Look at me. You're not worthy. Get over it. You're not worthy today. You will not be worthy tomorrow. Jesus made you worthy. 
So get over the fact that you're not worthy. You're not perfect. Jesus was perfect for you. You're not worthy. Jesus was worthy for you. Open up your heart to believe God. Get past the fact that you're not worthy. God blesses you by grace, not your performance. I keep driving this home, which is why faith works by love. Your faith is only going to work when you know that God wants to bless me because God loves me, not because I'm so good. Get it? Number two. God's love will keep you in the space between the promise and the performance. Oh, I love to talk about this space between the promise and the performance. So I love when God gives you a promise and he does it the same day, right? I mean, that's, that's great. God tells me something and then he does it right away. Oh, I love that. But honestly, that's like 2% of the time. So most of the time, God tells you something. God will give you a promise and then there's a space between the promise and and the performance, right? There's a space between the confession and the completion. There's a space between I believe I receive, amen, and there it is. And in the space between the promise and the performance, the devil is going to stir up problems. In the space between the confession and the completion, the devil is going to stir up confusion. And so in that space, what you got to do is believe God. Anybody can get excited when you get a word from God. Anybody can get, you can be in church, you can be at a conference, you get a word from God. You get really excited. You write it down. You email your friends. You call your girlfriend. All of that stuff. You get excited. That's cool. Anybody can get excited when you get a word, but, but then you have to wait for the space between the promise and the performance. And sometimes that's days. Sometimes that's months. Sometimes that's years. And if you have to wait years for God to do what he said he was going to do, then anybody can feel like, oh man, I don't know if this is going to happen. And then here's where the love of God comes in. Invariably, while you're waiting on God in the space between the promise and the performance, you're human. So invariably in that space, you are going to do something wrong. And when you do something wrong, the devil is going to say, ah, that's it. You were so close. You almost got it, but you messed up. You were almost there but you messed up. And since you messed up, now you've disqualified yourself. Let me help you out. How can you disqualify yourself from something you never qualified for in the first place? Jesus qualified you. So since Jesus qualified you, this is where the love of God comes in. You have to believe that God is going to do it because he loves you. God is not doing it based on your performance. God is going to do it because he loved you and because he said so. And it's not like God didn't know you was going to mess up on Tuesday before Tuesday came. And he called you to do it anyway. And he said it anyway. So you have to believe that if the same God who gave me the promise here and knows that it's going to manifest here, that same God knows that I'm going to mess up right here. And, and, and my mess up didn't disqualify me. First of all, I never qualified in the first place. It has everything to do with what Jesus did, not what I did. Say amen to that. Number three, and finally, God's love takes the pressure off of you. And I keep, I keep teaching this because you got to get it. Um, the Lord wants to bless you because the Lord wants to bless you. The Lord wants to bless you because he's good, not because you're good, not because you're perfect, not because you earned it, not because you deserve it. And you got to settle this issue in your heart. You got you to gotta shift the focus from your ability, your power, your strength to God's ability, God's power, God's strength, to his dedication to you. God is more dedicated to you than you are to him. The Bible says that even when you are faithless towards God, God is faithful towards you for he cannot deny himself. God wants to bless you because he's good. God wants to use you because of his grace. And so you open up your heart. This is why faith works by love. You got to believe that God loves you and that he wants to use you because he loves you. And then if you do, if you believe in his love, your faith is going to be strong. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Lift up your voice and say this. 
Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about your love and grace. You are a great God. The more I learn of you, the more thankful I am to be a child of the one true God. You made plans for me before the world began. The more you reveal those plans to me, the more I realize how big they are. Your plans are far too big for me to accomplish without you. Your plans for my life cause me to be reliant upon you and your supernatural power every step of the way. Without you, I cannot. Without me and my cooperation, you will not. Therefore, I declare that I'm fully submitted to your kingdom plans and purposes. You give me the plans by grace. I pursue those plans by faith. No matter how long it takes, no matter how big the space between the promise and the performance, I refuse to give up, cave in, or quit. I keep believing because my confidence is not in me. Even when I mess up and the devil tells me that I've disqualified myself, I tell the devil that I cannot be disqualified from something Jesus qualified me for. My faith works because I know you love me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. Get this down in your heart. Listen, if you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button. And if you subscribe, you'll get all my notes in your email inbox for free every day. So listen, head into this day knowing that God loves you, that he wants to use you because he's good, that he wants to use you because he made plans to use you from the foundations of the world. Open up your heart to receive those plans. Walk in God's best because you know that God loves you. And then do me a favor, before you leave the screen right now, share this on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Rick Pena, hit the little bell so you get notifications. Uh, subscribe to the channel so you'll get all of these uh, messages and they'll be a blessing to you. I love you. God loves you. Have an amazing day. God bless you.